Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of the Advocates Podcast brought to you by Miracle Ear. Today, we have the privilege of meeting with Phil Rubin and Stephanie Ray. They are both with the Jewish Community Center in St. Louis, and they run the Senior Olympics that is out of St. Louis. And so, welcome, guys. Wanted to, uh, really excited to have you guys on. We're excited Thanks for having you. us. Yeah. Excited well, I, I want to jump in real quick. So, some of our audience, if they if, if they've caught some of the episodes in the past, we've 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 talked to folks in St. Charles, we've talked to folks in the state, and now we're talking to you guys. What is the difference here with uh, with the Olympics that, that that are going on locally in our community? Uh, you know, I'll jump right in. And first and foremost, I'll say we're the best. Um, yeah, just to be blunt. Um, but in all seriousness, the St. Louis Senior Olympics were were kind of the start of it all. Um, back in 1980, uh, the J, the Jewish Community Center, was celebrating our 100th anniversary. And uh, some of these senior movements, senior games movements, were popping up a little bit over the country. And you know, there was a committee brought together with our board, and they, you know, threw about 20 events at the wall and saw what stuck. And, um, you know, a couple hundred people showed up and they had a blast. And, you know, at a wrap up meeting, they were talking about what, you know, what happened, what went, what, what went well, how can we improve, what's going on. And they were inundated with letters uh, from supporters and from athletes, participants saying, when are you doing it next year? I need to, you need to add this event. I need to train. My sister wants to do it. My brother wants to do it. My friend, this is the best thing that's ever happened. And, you know, what was intended to be a one-time event we're now celebrating uh, what should have been our 43rd year, but uh, 42nd year of games here in uh, 2022. Yeah, COVID threw a wrench in that in that one year, huh? Yeah, yeah, and we are the inspiration for the the senior games, which um, you know, which you you briefly mentioned. So again, we were the kind of the start of it all, and um, kind of the model uh, local games for throughout the country. People come to us. Yeah, and you guys have, I think, a lot more events than 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 the, some of the others that we were talking to as well. We have over 90 events and we've yeah. uh, put some more in some new ones this year, as a matter of fact. That's awesome. And so you guys have something for everybody. It really, it sounds like with 90 events, what are some of the highlights? What are, what are some of the bigger, uh, the bigger events? And then maybe what are some of the more obscure events that you wouldn't think people can compete in? Pick a wall, uh, hands down is just so big right now. So we've added, uh, pickleball singles this year, which we're really excited about. And of course, we have doubles and mixed doubles. And um, our track and field event is really big. We have about 125 athletes that participate in that as well. Um, my favorite is the home run derbies. We do a softball home run derby and a baseball home run derby. That's um, just really fun. I love the camaraderie. So, um, it just lends itself to that so much. Another huge one is our cycling event. We do four, uh, what the athletes consider sprints. I don't know that I would consider a five mile bike ride a sprint, but they do. And a 5K and then one mile and a quarter mile. We have a new um, place that we're doing that out at the Audubon Center. It's a really nice paved roads, shoulders, and not many curves, and we should be getting some really great scores out there this year. Um, Phil runs uh, shuffleboard for us, and so that's always a big one. People love playing shuffleboard. They love being with Phil. We have a tennis tournament, um, and then we also have bridge and mahjong. So when you say there's something for everyone, there really is. Yeah. You don't, you like you don't have to, uh, to be the the 
chiseled athlete to be able to compete? You do not, you know, as we, we say, you know, there is something for everyone. You know, I, I like to, you know, there's the competitive events, like Stephanie mentioned, you know, the cycling, the track and field, there's a swim meet. Um, you know, there's, you know, the fun events, as she said, the home run derby, you know, throwing a softball, kicking a soccer ball, throwing a football, kicking a football through accuracy or for, for distance. You know, there's those field day type events and then the tournament games such as shuffleboard and cornhole and washer toss. Um, you know, even those the people who are not the chiseled, chiseled athlete, there's an art competition, as she mentioned, bridge and mahjong, which is new this year. You know, the, the, the purpose of the Senior Olympics is to encourage a healthy lifestyle, um, healthy aging and living well and, you know, staying fit and promoting health and wellness for the, the senior community for, you know, anyone can participate. It's, you know, as long as you're 50 by the end of the competitive at the end of the calendar year, December 31st, you're eligible to participate. That's, that's amazing. You know, I think we're pretty blessed to live in a community, um, you know, the, the region in general, but St. Louis specifically, where there's all these different opportunities to be able to, to do something like this, right? To compete, to, you know, if, if you want to, uh, to have that, that, that competitive um, uh, outlet still, something like this is here. If you, if you want to compete, but it's maybe you know, uh, you're not quite there physically anymore is another place to do it. But then you get the community and then how, uh, you know, the camaraderie that Stephanie, that you were talking about with, with some of this stuff, uh, that's, that's just so important, uh, just in general, because, you know, humans are social creatures, but, um, you don't want to forget that as, as, as we age and, uh, we still need that as, as, as a critical part of our just everyday life. So these types of, types of events are it's just a blessing to be able to have them here you know people come you know from all over you know we've been able to document uh, at times over 170 zip codes represented in a given uh games year you know a dozen states um you know and people see each other once a year and it's at those games and we really saw the need for the senior olympics in in 2020 unfortunately when it wasn't and it, you know there was a two-year hiatus between the time people saw each other but you know, the camaraderie is really what we see time and time again in the, the survey of um, what brings the athletes back. And, you know, I've seen people I've been involved for a long time, you know, holding hands, crossing the finish line, the encouragement of um, someone to actually beat you, you know, to throw that ball farther, to run it, you know, a step faster. And, you know, the, the healthy competition, you know, when someone right. ages up in the five-year age category, now they're the young one, you know. And so now that everyone's after that person, when they age up to that 65 group and, you yeah. know, the old one in the 60 to 64. So, you know, there's a lot of fun involved in it as well. But definitely. And I'm, I'm glad you said you just kind of brought up, you know, kind of coming back after COVID, um, you know, in, in kind of the making lemonade out of lemon situation, sometimes in order to appreciate something a little bit more is to have it taken away for a little bit and then having it come back. You don't realize how much you wanted that thing. You know, and that's that's a life lesson that we all learned at some point, right? But it's it's uh, it was a good reminder for in some cases, you know, it's a silver lining type type deal. But you know, you miss that kind of stuff, and you miss those relationships that you may not have been able to physically, you know, uh, get to see for that that two year period. I mean, that's that just sounds so crazy to say. I haven't seen somebody in two years that that you look forward to seeing every, every you know, at least once a year. But it's um. Now I'm just rambling, but, but it's, uh, like you said, it's so important. 
I wanted to circle back though with you guys just to kind of talk about you two for a little bit. How did you get involved in, in this program? It sounds obviously you guys are both passionate about it. How did you get there? Stephanie, you go first. Oh, sure. So um, before I had the position of coordinator, I was the volunteer coordinator for the games. Um, and um, But my degree is in elementary education. So when I decided that I don't I think would, you're serving the right market for that degree. Right. Yeah. But I wanted, I, I, I was out of education for a little while while I raised my family and then I wanted to come back in and um, I wanted to have a job that I could always say yes. I love saying yes. And I wanted to say yes. And so I figured volunteer coordinator was the perfect job for me. And as it turns out, it is, I still have that job here at the J, but then um, Phil will share his story. And when he um, gave up his position um, and it was offered, it, it offered to me, the question I have what, had was, you know, I went to Phil and I'm like, can I say yes a lot? Like, am I going to have to tell people no? Is this going to be like one of those bummer jobs? He's like, no, you get to tell people yes. I'm like, okay, let's do this. So that's how I came you know, I, I learned to love it through the volunteer side of it and then took over because I get to um, do really wonderful, great things with people. Sure. And events like this don't don't go off without volunteers, without dedicated volunteers to come and help put these things on. Right. And unsung yeah. heroes, really, and, and being able to have events uh, just like For this sure. all over. Right. Phil and I are really the only two employees of the Senior Olympics. Everything oh, else, wow. yeah, everything else is run by volunteers. We call the main volunteers event directors. So we have event directors that are running every, you know, tennis and badminton and, you know, all of it. And then we have volunteers, day of volunteers. We have like 200 to 250 volunteers that are really helping this thing go. And, and make it happen. Um, you know, I've been at the J. I'm a veteran to the J. I um, have been at the J. Come July, will be 18 years. Um, and so, Senior Olympics has traditionally always been Memorial Day weekend. Other than last year, we did it Labor Day. You know, we had to make a decision. You know, in the midst of the pandemic, of when we should do it. So, uh, I missed 2004. Was so 2005 was my first set of Senior Olympic Games. Um, I, you know, through that time, you know, 2020, we even had a virtual games when I was still serving as director, um, which was really inspirational. And, and again, we saw how much people missed it. But, um, you know, I from 2005, you know, even through my brother in law, my brother in law's wedding, I attended some some part of the weekend. Uh, one of my best friends wedding, I think I missed a couple days. But other than that, I was you know involved in every set of games uh, in October of 2010. Um, I was named director. Prior to that, um, you know, my background's in sports and recreation. So, you know, I ran all the adult sports leagues and special events here at the J. Um, and then so Senior Olympics was a natural fit when uh, there was an opening. And so I added that to my uh, realm of responsibilities. Um, and so I was served as director starting with the 2011 games um, and up until Stephanie uh, transitioned into the role and I moved into the fundraising space here. Uh, where I raise money for the entire agency as well with a focus on the St. Louis Senior Olympics. Um, and, you know, it, it, 
just to mention, you know, the games, you know, the volunteers are key. The athletes are obviously key. Stephanie and I are, you know, I would say argue are somewhat key, but uh, without the sponsor support, the games would not exist. So I want to recognize how important it is for the, the philanthropy of our community partners and sponsors to help put on the games, whether it's scholarshiping athletes who can't, can't, uh, don't have the means to participate and pay the fee, um, you know, helping offset the costs of the full-time staff, the venues, but, you know, really to show that they're supporting um, a healthy initiative um, for the aging community. Um, but, you know, I, again, so uh, the last couple of years, you know, in the fundraising space, raise money for the games. Um, you know, I've been in charge of the cycling race, track and field race, you know, procurement of the events, you know, securing staff, referees, um, you know, I've been the shuffleboard guy the past couple of years. So it's, it's just a fun weekend. You know, it's, you know, there are those couple people that, you know, are competitive and think they're reliving their glory days on the, on the high school football field or the high school track. But, you know, but these 80 year olds are just inspirational running a 50 meter sprint at a track. And, you know, I'm, you know, not that fit, but they're faster than me and I'm half their age, you know? So it's, it's, it's a really fun weekend for it to, to be a part of. No doubt about it. I'm glad you, you kind of pivoted to, to funding for a second, but I think it's important to note and just ask, how is everything financially put together? Like you talked about, there's some scholarship opportunities. I know that like I, I know there's sponsorship opportunities. Is that how this whole thing's put on is through through uh, th those kinds of uh, funding means? Uh, you know, there's a participation fee. So, you know, Stephanie can talk about that uh, a little bit. Um, you know, Stephanie, why don't you talk about how much it is to participate and the different fees for the various events. So that's a big part of it. And then, you know, I can talk about the philanthropy. Sure. So it's really, um, for the most part, and with some exception, it's really a one-time fee gets you as much as you want, everything, if you can fit it in. So uh, this year, it's $59. There's an early bird special. So if right. you register before uh, April 19th, then you'll get $10 off. So that's a $49 fee. And that includes every event that you want to do, except golf has an extra uh, fee with it. And we've even lowered the price for golf. Well, green this year. fees will get you every time. Green fees, green exactly. You're right. And we provide carts. So, you know, we have to have a little extra expense for that, but um, everything else is included in that one price. And then the exceptions come if you only want to be a tap dancer, if you only want to do Mahjong, if you only want to do bridge, then uh, the price is significantly less. And if you're on, we have one team sport this year, which is water volleyball. So if you're on a team, then the price is uh, slightly less as well. Okay. Very good. Uh, and, and, you know, so the participation fees cover a lot of the expenses. And the expenses are, you know, you get a, 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 the shirt and Stephanie's background is great. You know, we have uh, people that to give uh, additional donations um, for, uh, in addition to their registration fee. Um, but again, just a shout out to our sponsors and we have various sponsorship packages, um, you know, most importantly to, to show that you support a, a nice endeavor, um, but there's exposure opportunities. There's a vendor fair that kicks off the St. Louis Senior Olympics on that Thursday where you have, you know, um, a booth available to talk with our athletes and talk with the J members and talk with the community to promote your product, to promote your brand. 
um, the athletes get goodie bags, you know, so you can put some, you know, swag in there for the athletes. I, I will tell the St. Louis Olympians love free stuff. So um, whatever you have an abundance of, they will take it for sure. Um, and, um, you know, the sponsorships, you know, range, you know, variety of range for, you know, what, what you're looking to get out of it, uh, you know, in terms of exposure, but more, most importantly to, um, to show that you, you, you believe in, in healthy living and healthy aging. Awesome. And you touched on that, that, uh, that they were like sponsors to come in, but like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be an Olympics without a, without the lighting of the torch. And that's what oh, that I'm day sure is, right? Yeah. You got it right there? I do got it right here. Hold on. Phil sleeps with it. Yeah, you know, I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get in trouble, but this is actually, and you know, Holy. there is, I'm trying to, you see, I can't, so you see, it's, trying, my camera's reversed. It's not <laughs> showing up very well. Okay, but I will not light or else I will get in trouble and light off the fire alarm at the J in my no, office. Don't, don't light it. We, but you, we need you but it, it, up until the Olympics. Just yeah, at least. So this is a, actually, I think the story is this is from the Los Angeles Games, I guess, in 84. I mean, it says, I don't, I guess it's Greek Sidious. There's the Olympic rings, Altius, um, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. So uh, I think this is a replica or, you know, some sort of torch that was gifted to the J at some point. But this kicks off the games just like the real Olympics. And um, we like this to commemorate the start of another senior Olympics and, and, and the sponsors get to pass it. Some of the athletes who are, who are um, recognized get to pass. It. And it's, it, it's an inspiration. And, and you can actually watch some, some of our opening ceremonies on our Facebook channel on our Facebook group. And I would encourage all athletes who are interested. It's a very, what's that, active, what's that Facebook group? Bill? It's called St. Louis senior Olympians. Um, and, um, perhaps we can promote that link, but you know, that was really, um, and Stephanie's done a phenomenal job with growing that, but the, the way that started was, uh, as due to COVID when we did our virtual games in 2020, um, you know, people missed us and we, um, asked people to do the events on their own in a safe environment and share it with the group and the activity and the applause and the likes and the shares and, you know, all that good stuff with social media was just through the roof the weekend of, um, I guess it was Labor Day 2020 because we were supposed to have the games on Labor Day 2020 as we didn't know what COVID was looking like. We delayed them and then ultimately had to cancel them. But, um, you know, and, and even during the weekend, there's a lot of activity of, you know, family members showing their parents on the metal stand. You know, we even have a you know, that three spot, you know, gold, silver, bronze platform for people to stand on. Um, and it, it's the real deal. It's it's a great, um, great piece. And we mimic, you know, this was just an Olympics year. And, you know, I think it's well documented that the Olympic ratings were not great for the Winter Olympics, right? Isn't that true? So I will say that we get better ratings than the, the Winter Olympics that <laughs> happened. So that's awesome. And now, and now ratings down, it's great for your participation. It is. It's wonderful. You guys, you get a you get a boatload of spectators that come out and, and help cheer everybody on. Uh, never as many as I would like, but um, that's that's another thing I love about the Senior Olympics is the international the intergenerationality, if that's a word, of it all. Is that um, you know a, a grandpa and a son might be competing, and then the grandkids come out and cheer them on, or um, other athletes stick around to watch, you know, the next group participate. Um, we are certainly open 
to people coming out and watching. Sometimes we grab them as volunteers or, uh, you know, signing up for a volunteer is a great way to be a spectator. So, you know, most of our stuff is outside, so it's safe, uh, you know, COVID wise, if, if, you know, that's an issue and, um, yeah, it's great. It's nice. It's nice to have spectators. So being that you have so many events, you guys will have a whole bunch of different places that folks need to go for competition. Are most of those places centered around where you're at in Creve Corps or where, where else? And I know you mentioned there's a, an, the Audubon for, mm-hmm. the, for the, for the cycling race, which I have no idea where that is. And I live here. <laughs> West Alton, here, yeah. almost, almost to Alton, right by the Mississippi. It's a beautiful okay. road right along the Mississippi. Very cool. And is yeah. it, so is everything else closer to, to Creve? So, um, you know, we go where, where we think it's best. So, of course, we think that, you know, the J and Creve Corps is best. And there's a, a lot of events that happen here. We also use the J uh, in Chesterfield for okay. our swimming events. We, um, help me out here, Phil, all of a sudden. I'm- we do, go- you know, we try to do everything at the J that we have the capability of hosting. We can't host golf at the J, obviously. We don't have a golf course on our campus, despite what people may think. So 18-hole golf is at Forest Park. The nine-hole golf is at, at Creve Core. Um, the bridge ga- the bridge event that we spoke about is at the St. Louis Bridge Center. Um, Tennis the- and track and field are both held at the Principia at really beautiful sites there. Uh, we talked about cycling. We do uh, bowling at Shrewsbury Lanes. And we have a billiards event at uh, Teachers out in St. Charles. Okay. Get a nice little tour of the community, being able to, if you wanted to attend all of those things. And, and you know what? People try. And then they get mad at us when they miss their event because they're overloading themselves. So don't overload yourselves. Right, right. Despite our warnings. But, yes. Yeah. They try to they push themselves. That's for sure. Definitely. Yeah, with, with having that many events, I can imagine, like, coordinating and getting – the facilities together to be able to do 90 very distinct different events is, is a challenge. And so um, I definitely think you guys are, are, I know you guys appreciate all the, all the people that help get those facilities in order for for you to put this on. Oh, our, our um, community partners are amazing. And um, you know, that's one of the things about saying yes, like I call them and I say, Hey, do you think we can, you know, get another, you know, two tennis courts? Yes. You know, they love, they love supporting us. We love um, the partnership. That's fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> I think going back to community, you know, again, and I think I like to harp on this a lot, but it, it is like the linchpin that holds events like these together, you know, not just from the volunteers and the participants, but then you have the businesses that are involved. It is a true community endeavor to be able to, to, to plan, to host, to put on the, the, these deals. So it's a, it's just really cool to, to see. Yeah, it is. I encourage you, you and, and everyone listening and watching to come out and, you know, we said it earlier, there is something for everyone, everyone, anyone can throw a washer into a box. You know, we've had people that are 90 plus that have, you know, thrown a softball six feet, but they get a standing ovation, just like the person that threw a hundred feet. Um, 
you know, it's definitely, you know, we had a 100 year old uh, play 18 holes of golf last year. We've had a 102 year old throw washers in the past. Um, there is, you know, something for everyone. And, and, you know, you know, I keep harping on the healthy living and um, people I, I've said through many years, people stay alive, live because of senior Olympics. They maintain a healthy lifestyle. They work out, they exercise throughout the year so they can compete and do better in the year before from senior Olympics. That being said, we were um, highlighted in the, in the American Cancer Journal um, a couple of years ago, how the St. Louis senior Olympics were an inspiration as people went through their cancer journey. Uh, a longtime athlete uh, had was diagnosed with cancer and as she was going through her treatment, she told her docs, I have to throw the javelin at senior Olympics. I must throw the javelin at senior Olympics. And lo and behold, she made it through and she threw the javelin at Senior Olympics. And while she, you know, there was a, a steep hill to get to the javelin throwing area, our volunteers who are dedicated and staff went to her, brought the javelin to her, and she threw that dang javelin at the Senior Olympics and, and made it through. And, you know, people are living longer, healthier lives. And, you know, I added an age group, you know, people got mad at me because we had 90, we capped at 90 plus. And then the 95 year olds got mad at me because they were competing with the young ones who were 90. And so we added a 95 plus and, you know, because that hundred year old, we added a hundred year old division this year. So wow. um, uh, it just, it grows and grows and people are coming and coming. And it is a, a, a great program uh, in the community. That's definitely an amazing story with, with uh, with a cancer patient, but it, it kind of pivoting on on the theme of just health in general, you know that's uh, that's certainly one of the things it's all about, right? Promoting a healthy lifestyle, uh, just in general and as we age. And I can imagine that you probably have seen like your average age ticking up as more people are embracing healthier lifestyles just all along the way. And so you had to come up with that hundred year old. Uh, uh, um, class that's right. I, I have no problem with with coming up with that class that's for right sure. that's amazing mm -hmm. but it's probably cool to see though is you, you see more and more folks uh, being able to participate you know as as they age so right it's fun to watch the people that started here and you know i this is my this will be my seventh olympics so i've seen people move you know through two different classes sometimes so, you know, they started at, you know, the 55 to 59, and now they're, you know, in the 65 to 69. So it's fun to watch, you know, people move up and sure. they get, you know, they're used to who their competitors are, but it does change every year because one comes in and one goes out. And it's really fun to watch uh, the camaraderie change. For sure. And the competition, of course, too. Do you, do you guys have a, uh, a longest running participant? And, and how many years is that? You know, um, I don't think we can we can document it. You know, we actually spoke about this the other day. There are people who have done it every year for a long time, whether it's diet or like a streak or what we know of. It, I, I don't know for sure. Um, I will say a couple years ago, we lost someone who was the only one that had did it, done it every year. Oh, wow. Um, and that Since was a couple since 1980 uh, he passed a couple of years ago but he was the only known one that that started in 1980. wow um, but you know it's a senior event so unfortunately people you know move on um you know there are several that you just you see them every year and 
whether it's we're able to document and, ca- and, and cause the streak is is hard to do. So, um, where can people find more information about the the St. Louis Senior Olympic? What's the website? You mentioned your Facebook page. Um, yeah, the so the website is st lewis senior olympics dot org. We mentioned the Facebook page, St. St. Louis Senior Olympians. And then if you go to the website, you can find all my information too and contact me directly. Very cool. Do you guys, do you guys have any final thoughts? Uh, Anything that we didn't, that we didn't cover about, about your guys' events and program? Um, You know, again, I'll reiterate, there's something for everyone. Um, You know, if you have questions about participating or volunteering, please call Stephanie. If there's uh, an individual or a business out there that is looking to get involved from a philanthropic standpoint, please give me a call. Um, you know, if you just want to check it out, come out and watch over uh, Memorial Day weekend. The schedule will be online and um, y- you will be inspired without a doubt. It's true. A lot of people who um, want to participate but are are a little nervous about it start out as our volunteers and it's a wonderful uh, opportunity to get right in there see what's going on and then once you're here you see that uh even though it's you know competitive that the camaraderie is just so incredible and so the next year inevitably they come back as athletes and then sometimes they even stay on as volunteers as well so it's a really nice cycle to start to start if you want to and the volunteer opportunities are all on uh the website as well i love that that's that's a really great way to just kind of get started just dip your toe in the water and and check it out yeah very cool all right so again st louis senior olympics.org right yeah. is the site st lewis s s t lewis mm-hmm. senior olympics.org So go there, check out all the information, volunteer info, sponsorship info, obviously participant info. And so um, what are the dates, guys? They're coming up. You said it's uh, the Memorial Weekend, right? So most of our events do take place over Memorial Day weekend, so Friday to Sunday. But there are some events that are taking place outside of that weekend. Our pickleball tournament is the weekend before. I want to say the 20th through 22nd of May. And our water volleyball is happening the weekend after, which is the first weekend in June. And then um, the golf tournament happens the Tuesday after Memorial Day, which would be the 31st of May. Okay, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then you said there's an early bird special up into April 19th, but if they miss that, they can sign up all the way up until when? May 10th. Till May 10th. Very good. So there we go. And you guys, like you said, you have participants from all over, not just the St. Louis area. I know for certain there's plenty of people around that participate in both St. Louis, St. Charles state, and then try to go to nationals and qualify and do, and do that thing. So it's, um, it's, it's a pretty amazing community that just senior Olympics in general. Um, but you guys, like you said, you, all those events, you did it first. It's, um, phenomenal to, to have that locally here for uh, for folks in St. Louis. So thank you. We're really proud of it. 
yeah, appreciate you guys putting in the work and putting putting that on. Um, so you know, if you don't get many thank yous, thank you for doing that. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. It's been fun. Really great talking with you guys. Yeah, very much a pleasure. Uh, so guys, uh, thanks for coming back for the, for this next step for this latest episode of the advocates podcast. Uh, keep coming back for more, for more, more local, uh, information on events and things, things to, to do around our local communities. Um, we serve obviously more than just St. Louis, um, greater state, state of Missouri into Illinois, Arkansas, uh, a little bit of the Kansas side. So, uh, we definitely are, 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 uh, highlighting different, different organizations and community, uh, involvement type projects in all those areas. So if you get value out of these, go like the, the Facebook page, leave a comment, let us know if there's an organization that you want to, you want to hear about and we'll get them on. So until next time, thanks everybody. And, uh, we'll catch you later.